This is Meet the Problem Solvers, and I'm Judy Perlman. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks, but now we're back. So we're very glad about that. And we have an interesting show tonight, very timely as we go into the holidays. My guest tonight is Alain Lemperer. He is trained as both a lawyer and a philosopher, and he works as a professor both at Brandeis and as an affiliated professor at Harvard in their program on negotiation. And we are here basically to talk about navigating sticky conversations, the kinds of things that happen around the dinner table or happen at that company party where all of a sudden you can find yourself in a hot and hairy conversation and how do you how do you, how do you manage that? How do you prevent it? Strategies to just manage the whole thing. So I think we have a lot to learn. Let's dive right in. So Alain, there you are, an international mediator, and yet we're asking you to bring us back to the dining table. This might be the most challenging situations. I sometimes feel it's easier to negotiate between Hutu and Tutsi in Burundi than between my two children. <laughs> That's challenging, yeah. It's challenging because your emotions are out there, right? I mean, as a mediator between parties where you don't have any specific personal stakes, it's much easier. Right? You're, you step back and you could really be more efficient. My mentor, uh, Robert Manukin, used to say if you could use all these skills in your private sphere, in your family, that means that you're really the best at it. But, but not always as easy as being that wise old bird who can point, no. see what's going on. Uh, people say not easy to be a fly on the wall. I said not easy to be an eye in a storm. Yeah. Right? Like you, you yeah. have hurricanes. Yeah. So there we are. Let's just put ourselves in our own lives. Maybe we're going to Thanksgiving dinner and there's that brother-in-law or that annoying teenager or somebody and you just know that you're like really going to be irritated by the whole thing and maybe not even just irritated but really angered by deep division. So Take us. Th so we're going to start talking about what are these problems. We're not going to talk about solutions yet. We're going to try to unpack a little bit what is the problem. I mean, these annual gatherings are full of expectations. We haven't seen people for a while. There are people who we really love, and 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 the simple fact that we know we will meet them always already makes us happy. For other people with whom we have had some difficult past discussions, we see these meetings are as challenging. And um, so there are expectations on one side, but also fears on the other side. And when fears are there, you, you are somehow walking on, on eggshells. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So there you are, you're driving over. Yes. Your shoulders are at your ears. Maybe you're talking with your teeth clenched because you know it's going to happen. So what we were talking before the show about one of the most important things is preparation. Yes, don't, don't go to a, an important party like this without anticipating the best case scenario, but also the worst case scenario. I think the more you are, the readier you are, the more prepared you are, the more you, put imp you could improvise in the worst case uh, situations. We were discussing when you have parties for your children, 
you know that uh, when you will have 10 or 15 kids at home, if you have not prepared anything, it will be chaotic and you will have your hands full. Right. So you will have your five or six moments or, or games that are already ready. And I think that's a little bit also a kind of a script that you need to have for a party. Uh, let's not spend too much time here. Let's make sure that we move from that place to another place. So it's not simply about preparing candles and, and the food and the drinks. It's also about preparing for what, what, could, what would be the worst case scenario that we want to have in mind. Yeah, so there we have there we have that boorish brother-in-law who's going to bring up the fact that you know you you're not working or whatever it is, and all of a sudden, for, and that's part of it. What we talked about also is the suddenness which with which things can go from cordial, maybe even a little boring, to all of a sudden somebody throws the bomb. Yes, I mean, Spinoza talks about these emotional shifts. I mean, we are happy to be there. Uh, we have this joy in us this inner peace, we, we, have, we are full of smile, we're enjoying the food, we're enjoying maybe a drink, uh, the, the fun memories, and, and suddenly we start feeling this fluctuatio animi, this emotional shift. So when we are happy, when we are joyful, we are powerful. The moment we, we start scanning the environment, we start seeing people crossing arms, we start seeing uh, teeth coming up. So there are a lot of signs that we should read in the room. Sometimes as a mediator, we know that it's not simply about listening to people, it's also looking. The um, intelligence services have this method called L-square. When they are interrogating suspects, they're not simply listening to the suspects, they're also looking at them. And I think that at a party, I mean, of course we need to enjoy the party as it is, but also we, have, we need to have this reflective mind, or this observation mind, ready for these shifts. If you could already spot them, these emotional shifts, you hope that you could somehow nip these emotional shifts in the butt, right? So the problem when it escalates is it becomes more difficult. Right. So, so actually, once it does escalate, then you have to come in with a different strategy. Then you've got to diffuse it or separate people, things like that. That is a much different thing from seeing it starting and then you can... You can do something more subtle and more planful. Yes. I mean, as problem solvers, we know that if we could avoid solving the problem and, and if we can prevent the problem, it's already a yeah. better move, right? Yeah. So if we know that we have had past gatherings where we have these difficult discussions because we started talking about religion or, or politics, like a mediator, why don't we have some engagement rules? I mean, we don't need to be very uh, tough about it. We say, oh, by the way, can we all agree not to talk about politics and religion today? I mean, I think that if we do that, we will enjoy the food and the friends and the, and the relatives, and we, we won't get into the fights, and, 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 and it's probably better. Do we all agree about this? You know, yeah. as a mediators, we yeah. know that it could come. So don't wait yeah. until it comes right. to start saying, not, don't talk about politics. Having a preventative move right. is so probably first better. You, first, getting to there, you're preparing yourself yes. to stay calm and to be watchful yes. and looking for those triggery reactions. Yes. But then maybe just in a cordial way with a big smile, yes. you say, you know what? 
There's too much going on in the world that everyone's always arguing about politics. Can we just have a politics-free dinner? That's right. We have this yeah. 364 other days yeah. to, to be fighting yeah. about this. right? So I think that the, somehow having a yeah. sanctuary day yeah. is also something important. Yeah. Saying, we have the other days for that. Yeah. Right? It will be in the news tomorrow. It was right. in the news yesterday. Here's a, a, a news-free day. News for a day, right, yeah. right. Or in my case, Thanksgiving, my brother and his wife are both excellent cooks, and they both make a different kind of stuffing. And so we can argue about the stuffing. That's right. Who likes this? Who likes the chestnut? Who yeah. likes the cornbread? <laughs> we can, but we, if there has to be conflict, yeah. it's over there. That's it's right. You circumvent yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, yeah, you circumscribe it. Yes, is that what that right. is? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. circumscribe it. That's right. All right. So we've talked about a couple of strategies, which yes. is, and, and I love your first one, which is enjoy yourself. Yes. Be there because you want to be there. That's right. Feel the connection with the real people that are in the room with you that maybe you haven't seen in a year. Uh, uh, Berson, the philosopher, says joy is the sign of perfection. And we should always remember that. We need to analyze when we are joyful because that's when we have achieved what is really in, in line with our own uh, nature. Maybe we we feel so joyful when we have this meditation um, or when we go to this wonderful therapist or you know there, there are these moments that are indicate to uh, that indicate to us that's that's where we are totally ourselves yeah yeah and and, and so any moment when we are moving away from that should be an indication not to dive into that moment but also to be reflective of what's happening to me right mm -hmm. now. I'm losing it already. Yeah. Right? If I say I should remain calm, I always say that means I'm, I'm not totally <laughs> calm anymore, right? <laughs> I should ignore what I just heard, right. but I can't ignore I can't. what I just That's heard. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So this is Meet the Problem Solvers. I'm Judy Perlman. Alain Lemperer has joined us today to help us think through, feel through, plan through, prepare for the inevitable stresses and strains. And they're not inevitable because that's, what, that's part of what we've been talking yes. about is they're not inevitable. There are clever ways that we can arrive in, a, in an inwardly calm preparation in a in a watchful way, not that we're not that we're like that's right. waiting to that's look, right. but we're watching to see if people I mean, you know, the whole thing of when someone sits back like that. Well, we already have a good indication already, something right. wrong we, is happening. Right. And that's that can be on us yes. to keep our eyes open and watch for that. As a professor, I'm always screening the class and when I see uh, we're discussing an issue and I see a student doing this, may well be because they are cold, but sometimes under the air conditioning, but sometimes it's because the topic is triggering something yeah. in the person. So at that time, there is, a, there, there is a way of promoting action rather than what is what we also call passions. You see, passions, we are passive. It goes through us and we are not, we just let our instincts drive us. In action, we are active. So we really need to start saying, how, wow. what kind of reflective moves of action should I undertake versus being uh, under the servitude, under the, uh, in the abyss of passions? Yeah. toxic emotions yeah. yeah so so but so let's just you know let's just let's just play it out yes we're prepared we're chill <clears throat> we show up we're all thinking it's good and somebody does lob that bomb 
Yeah. So what do you do? It happens and we may have tried to prevent it earlier. We, we are joyful, but there is this emotional shift. Yeah. Right? Um, at, at that time, I think there is a, uh, what I would call a re relational move. The, uh, the great philosopher Epictetus says when you are fighting with your brother, think about a, a cup, you know, a hot cup. He says, don't take the cup by where you cannot hold it because it's too hot. Make sure you take the cup by where it's, it's cold. And, and so it's the same. When you are fighting with your brother, he says, don't hold your brother by where it's hot. But remember, he's your brother, right? So focus on what brings you close to people, right? I mean, let's say you have had difficult moments with your brother or with your sister in the past, remember all these great memories that, that brought you with him or her, with your mother. Think about these holidays that are in your mind, that, that these are the positive joy that can compensate these negative mm -hmm. uh, moments of sadness or, or frustration. So first, I, I say first move, relational move. Remember that behind that problem or that hot topic, there is this person that you care about. Yeah. I mean, I love that. And it also puts you back in the driver's seat. Yes. That's your choice. That's your move. I can, I can go one way or another. And if I can choose to dial down the conflict and dial down the stress, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to feel yes. more in control. And also, you're right. I'm going to be connecting with that person as uh, opposed right. to you know, sort of the screen between us that that's I'm right. going to be focusing on the conflict if I can actually see through to say one of my brothers just saying no. or somebody else where they're you know you do have histories these are complicated right. relationships and it could be hard with a stranger someone you yeah. have never met before right. because you you don't have necessarily all the indications right. to prepare yourself for it right. but the same way you know that you were not prepared with your brother or your sister in a fight you had like five years ago maybe you could say uh oh Oh, oh, there's something happening. It reminds me of that moment. I will not go that, that yeah. road, right? And, yeah. and it's, it's your capacity when it's turning really bad. It's your capacity to shift it in the yeah. right direction. Yeah, yeah. Relational move. Relational move first. is, the relational move then is the first one to say, I can do something here. To be active yes. rather than passive. That's right. To actively say, Yes. Alain, we have a lot in common. I mean, I'm not saying this necessarily, but that's where I'm finding, I'm going yes. back to what we really share. That's correct. And this is a, a, a time for us to share food, and, and I'm so happy we have this time yeah. together. I think that we need to spot these moments of disconnect, because the moment we are disconnected from the other side because of a hot problems, right? It means that it's also we're disconnecting from these, uh, this inner joy, and that means that the, the passion of anger or frustration is taking over us, over myself right. also, and it shows. And you see what is amazing? We, we see that in the airport sometimes. If you, if you start smiling at people in an airport, guess what? People start smiling at you. Mm -hmm. but, if you but most people don't smile. And, and so uh, there, there is the positive, uh, you know, emotions that are contagious, but also the negative ones, right? So it, it's, it's, it goes us to the abyss of emotions, toxic emotions. Yeah. We don't want to go there. So let's imagine that, let's consider that if we are able to get back in the game, it's a game of, of positive emotions, yeah. not negative emotions. And sometimes... Our, the best laid plans and the best efforts just don't work. And sometimes that person 
really wants to fight. And they want to bring back the topic that we know was not the right topic. And they want to bring back the topic that you were, you were skillfully trying to do something. That's right. They, yeah. We were trying to sidestepping the topic and there it, it, it bring, it's brought back to the, to the dinner table. I had a, an incredible aunt. Her name was Marta. And she was so skilled. When maybe my parents were start, started a fight, they were so skilled. She was so skilled at talking about something else. So she changed topics. So she would say, oh, you know what? This cousin Jacqueline last week um, uh, bought her an hybrid car. And so at the table as a kid, I said, what is she doing? Why is, is she bringing that topic? But in fact, she, it's sometimes a very dull <laughs> and boring topic that you bring to the tip just to stay away from the other one, right? So there is a way yeah. of, of bringing that. We were just... talking about that. It's like you go into some long, slightly boring, dialing it down, and everyone's going like, yeah, so then you returned it, but they didn't give you the doing? format. What is like, he doing? What are they doing? And what's happening is everything is settling. It's like the That's water, right. the riled up That's water right. is settling. Why, is it, why does it need to be a little long because emotions takes some time to, especially negative emotions, take some time to, to be absorbed. Yeah. You see, for example, if you nearly get in a car crash, you're, you're very afraid, right, for right. the moment when it happens. And it doesn't go away when you get out of the crash. You still have that for a few minutes. Yeah. You're still breathing hard, right? So, and that's the same. You really need to have slightly long and dull to come back to your baseline. <laughs> and then you go back to the positive emotions. I love that notion of your aunt just seeing that moment and having her story. Yes. So she was prepared. That's she what we prepared. were talking about. Uh, she, well, it's more or less. No, that's true. She probably had two or three yeah, slightly boring right. stories. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about you know the, uh, the I was I went to Singapore, I went to that zoo, and it was an evening an evening visit, and, and I could bring that to Thanksgiving. Because who cares? I went right. to a zoo in Singapore and saw animals at night, and that I could say that eighty percent of the animals live at that time. Who wants to talk about that at Thanksgiving? But I, the, the, if I talk about that, it's because I don't want these other right. topics to that remain so to invade the yeah. party. Yeah. And so the vibe, topics. it's topics, but it's, as you say, it's also the feeling. That's like, right. The, like her coming in to basically bore everybody a little bit, <laughs> but they loved her. So they yeah. weren't like mad at her, right? They were like tolerating That's it. That's correct. But that just gives everybody that That's chance. That's right. right? And, and you see, I, I, I have uh, these movie, uh, it's called Dan in real life and it's this party an annual gathering where dan is not very happy because he just lost his wife so he's a widower so it's a very sad story he has three three daughters and and you could see how frustrated he is but he's really making the party it's really a bad party because he's uh, making embarrassing comments and he's uh, making unpleasant remarks to his brother and his new girlfriend and the mother, the matriarch, right? understand what's happening where the father doesn't really get where where all of that is heading mm -hmm. it takes one clever person in the room my aunt Marthe, right to suddenly say i know where it's heading i'll stop it here i nip it in the bed again mm -hmm. right and so what it what in this movie what is it that the mother does well so at some point, you see, that would be a, the, the next move because this move is a side move, right? But there's a moment when the person becomes really like spoilers of the party, right? 
we're discussing what is a spoiler well a spoiler who is someone who you try to contain and maybe you try to avoid a topic that was too hard and it's still going on right so at some point you need to say and that's what is in the movie so well done the mother puts his uh, her uh, you know her hand on her son's uh, shoulder and says um, because everyone is leaving the room to go to the family room and say oh then i think you should stay here and do the dishes so in a way she isolates him yeah. away from the, the, the others. And, and sometimes you can't isolate the person, but you can isolate yourself. But, so I, sometimes I say if, if the, the sea is really bad, you need to get back to the shore. And it's the shore of safety for you too, right? Yeah. You don't want to, to suffer right. forever at right. a party, right? So that's why I say change rooms. Right. Uh, go and well, breathe. In. Right, and especially if you're at a holiday party and somebody is like either really boring <laughs> Then you just the natural thing That's to right. do is to excuse yourself in a gentle but That's pretty right. pretty clear way. Yeah. In the same way that that's an easy one. Yes. When someone's really hooked you and starting to talk about something that, you know, you have strong opinion opinions about, it's really challenging to say you know, it was nice to meet you, but you know what? I think I saw somebody, whatever yeah, it is. That's right, though. I'm, I'm sorry, I really to... need make a, to make a call now. Right. <laughs> I really need to, well, there are a lot of ways yeah. of, out of it. As a mediator, we do that too, right? When we see that uh, we could be catalyst of emotions because it could be positive, right? But we're also mitigators, and we, we know that there is a time for a break. And that's yeah. what it is, right? So that's why I say the last move is trying to get out of that place, right? And it's not conflict avoidance. It's avoiding conflict escalation, which is not the same right. thing. Right. And actually, we were also talking about how sometimes um, e even just giving it a few minutes, you could actually have the conversation. Just yes. letting it settle, it can, it, can take, it can be a new conversation. That's right, because you have also regained your own balance. Yeah. And so I, you could say, well, you know, maybe I should not have said that this way. I, I realize, you know, I, I'm sorry that I said this. This is really what I thought. And, and, uh, and, and you know, first, you are my brother. Yeah. Or you're my sister. And that's the yeah. most that's the most important. And then you know, we, we may have these disagreements, but at the end what brings us together is more important than what keeps us apart. And you see, so there is a way you see, if I come back and, and my emotions are down, I remember that I love my daughter. Oh, I love my wife, and I don't want that to happen. Yeah. So I prefer people. You see, sometimes people say, well, no, you need to engage a conversation. There's a moment when in continuing that conversation is making things worse. Right? Yeah. Because emotion, my emotions get in the way. Yeah. It's not simply about the other. It's also about myself. Yeah. So this is Meet the Problem Solvers. We're here tonight talking about the reality of challenging conversations around the groaning board, around the table, at the, t at the holiday party. And of course, alcohol figures in this. Some people get very garrulous and fun and chatty, and others can get kind of argumentative. And, and I think, you know, I think when one of the things that makes sense, a lot of sense to me is, if you're in a conversation with someone and the stakes are really low, like you're probably never gonna see that person, you don't have to be rude. But just take yourself away. Just say, That's correct. you know, oh, it's nice to meet you. Yes. It's nice to meet you. And, and you no were talking, excuse. Yes. It was nice to meet you. Boom. And, and I think you mentioned also alcohol. Um, uh, there is a great quote by this um, writer of the 18th century, Caliero, where it says, you, you need to drink without losing your head while making others lose their heads. 
Well, but uh, you you yeah. know that sometimes you don't want anyone to lose yeah, their heads, right? right? So you're right that after one glass, I calm down. I'm more I'm more at ease and I'm more joyful. But after three or four, I some people get angry after they get so sleepy that they, they right. are no, not right. a risk for anyone anymore. But I think also I need to see how many drinks can I take without right. losing it, yeah. right? And and I need yeah. to also spot that in in some of the people around me. It's not an easy conversation. Yeah. Again, mothers can take away their glasses because they need to be cleaned anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so here we go. It's the end of the show. Now we talk about our takeaways. Alain, you've told us a lot. Run us through. First of all, actually, this is Alain's book. It's called The First Move. And tell us a little bit about just a little bit about this in the context of what are our takeaways? Yeah, well, you see, this book is about there are some uh, instinctive moves, what we do without thinking about it. And there are also reflective moves. Instinctive moves is that I, I go to a party and what happened one year ago happens again. So I didn't really reflect on it. I, right. So in, uh, reflective moves is, well, if I know that I go to a party, it could get bad. I need to prepare myself right. before that time. So this is about preparation. Uh, it's about preparation, for example. But you also know, as, as a mediator yourself, as a facilitator, you also know that you need to listen more and, and, and inquire rather than making your points across. So I think there are a lot of reflective moves that come as a helper. In, in difficult right. settings. So among the moves we illustrated, the, the first one is make sure you enjoy yourself. Right. Right? There's a great song we could always play here. Enjoy yourself, right? The, 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 right. The, by Guy Lombardo, I think. We should remember it because we have a little time. Enjoy yourself. The second move we talked about is uh, set the rules of engagement. Avoid talking about politics and make it clear and explicit um, talking about politics and religion at the dinner table. The third one, uh, uh, spot these emotional shifts in the room, right? So that you need them in the butt. The fourth one, the relational move, is if you're fighting with your brother, make sure you remember first it's your, your brother. Take it by where it's not hot. Don't take it by the topic. We also talked about the fifth move, which is when, you, when, when things are getting really badly on a specific topic, whatever you try to do earlier, change topic. My ounce move, yeah. the dull move, right? <laughs> and the last move, save yourself. Go away and, and change rooms if necessary. Yeah. So, so I think that there are a, a series of, you yeah. see, reflective moves that get you into the driving seat. You yeah. feel empowered because that's what it is about, right? I don't want and we don't want anyone to lose it. Right. So, okay, this is Meet the Problem Solvers. I'm Judy Perlman. Uh, please send us an email. Tell us what you think. Alain, thank you so much. This was You're really very fun. Welcome. It was really it was great to fun. meet you. And, um, and enjoy the party. I was just going to say, let's all go and enjoy <laughs> some parties. Here we go. It's Thanksgiving. It's for yours too. We want you to have a great Thanksgiving. That's right. Have a great time. Uh, love the people that you love. And dial down the conflict because you're in the driver's seat. That's correct. You're the one in charge of dialing it up yes. or dialing it down. Absolutely. Yeah. Have up. fun. Have okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>